Welcome on in to season six of the SFL. We're back for the draft order reveal podcast. Mike and Andy live on a Wednesday night. Andy, welcome back. Mike, it's good to be back, man. How have you been? Been doing good. I uh, I survived the great quarantine of 2020. Yes, and you both. And uh, it was something else, wasn't it? it? It yeah. I mean, truly unprecedented, and never thought that something like that would happen in our lifetime. I know that, and I'm sure that you're being very compliant and wearing your mask right now, even though we're more than six feet apart. Yes, I have it on. Good. You never know, Mike. You never know. Uh, it can transfer through the airwaves, right? It could be through the anchor airwaves here. We just can't take the chance of uh, of getting the coronavirus, Sandy. I mean, it's scary stuff. Luckily, it seems like things are finally starting to clear up a little bit. There's talk about the NBA is going to be returning. Um, yeah, we need some sports. Hopefully, baseball returns at some point if they can ever get to, you know, agree to contract situation with the players um but ultimately at the end of the day most important sport is football mike we, we need that back desperately football is the most important sport and that's why we're here frankly andy so uh, yesterday was your birthday happy belated birthday to it you was. thank you thank you i'm getting old man you are i i know the feeling um and as a special birthday gift to you i did the draft order yesterday and I was very pumped. When you texted me, I was very excited. I know you've been waiting for this moment since f- February? <laughs> probably December. Probably the end of the uh, previous <laughs> season, yeah. <laughs> if you had to put a number on it, how many mock drafts do you think you've gone through at various draft positions already? You know, Mike, I'm ashamed to say I've probably done easily... 30 to 40 plus five traps. Okay. In different positions. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm trying to get a feel for it. The good news is that everyone will know where they're picking tonight so they can plan accordingly for our draft probably in late August, end of August yeah, here. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have the entire summer to, uh, to work on it. And then we'll, we'll obviously we'll do a draft preview podcast, uh, right before the draft with our predictions and everything like that. But, Andy, what we're going to do here tonight, just uh, obviously reveal the draft order. Um, but I want to take a step, a, a look back into some of the SFL history. So you and I spent a little bit of time combining, compiling some of the statistics uh, from the last five years. Um, some pretty interesting uh, stats here. So, Andy, let's, just, let's talk about all-time records. So your all-time record, 28-34. and 34. Not bad. I'm under 500, but um, last year I'm trying to build on my season. Last year was by far my best season. I went 8-5. and five. So we're heading in, we're trending in the right direction, Mike, our franchise. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. And obviously with all the mock drafts you're doing, hopefully it, uh, it pays off for you. Well, the number one team in terms of record over the last five years was Bill's team. He's 37-24. and 24. Obviously, he has a ton of points scored, too. Um, so that's, that's a very solid record. Very impressive. And he's had, I mean, his past three seasons, he's, he's had a record of 9-3, and 
nine and four. So that's I mean that's really really impressive. Unfortunately, he's had some some bad luck and some you know unforeseen suspensions that that happened to his team and injuries that cost him the opportunity to compete for a championship. So we'll see if he can continue this this really really good trend that he has right now. Yeah. Yeah, he's almost like the Cleveland Indians just can't seem to win the big one. Can't get over the top, but consistently good. Consistently good. Eric's all-time record is 28 and 33 and 1. So he's just a tick better than you, Andy, because of that tie. Uh, otherwise, you you both have virtually the same record. It's close. Luckily, though, Eric does have a championship back two years ago. In looking at Eric's previous records, Mike, it's interesting to look at some of these trends with teams. It seems like every other year he has a nice season, a big season. So he went seven and five, nine and two, three and nine, eight and five, where he won his championship. And then last year, obviously, a really rough season for him went one and twelve. He so had a. He can rebound this year. Was Hugh Jackson coaching his team last year? I think he had. It was a combination of Hugh and Freddie Ooh. running the offense together. Okay, that makes sense then. Well, Eric did win the championship in 2018. He has a 28-33-1 record. And let's move on to Evan's team, Andy, who has a 28-34 and record, the same as you. So Uncle Bill has definitely raised some consistency in that household. That's for sure. That is for sure. Evan has, Evan has been, let's see, what was his best year? Back in 2016, he went 8-4. Finished second that year. Um, we'll see if Evan can. He, Evan has had told me that he has a recommitment to analytics this year. Okay. So we'll see what that can do for him. Okay. Well, that'll be interesting. Uh, Uncle Joe's all-time record. He's over five hundred, thirty-three and twenty-nine. Obviously, had a championship in two thousand and sixteen. Coming off of a five and eight year, looking to rebound. Yeah, he's, honestly, Uncle Joe's had some solid seasons. He only had the one year um, where he was 500. That was his worst record. It was 6-6. Six six. Or no, This, this past year, year, yeah. You've been over um, five, 500 or over every year except 2019 season. Other than that, pretty solid. Yeah. So we'll see what his strategy is this year if he uh, goes back to the Green Bay Packers players. I know that he, he really loves them. So. Now I'm going to be interested to see. night with Stefan Diggs. Ooh, I, I would recommend that. Uh, Joey's all-time record, 14-24, and 24, the lowest winning percentage, it appears. Um, obviously, he skipped the 2017 season, so he, uh, he's got a little bit of digging to do, but hey, one good year can, uh, can make a, lot, a big difference. That's right, all it takes is one year. So we'll see if he can turn around the ship here this season. Joe Marco coming in at nineteen and nineteen five hundred. So he uh, he he's been six and six, seven and six, and six and seven the last three years. So he's not, if anything, consistent. Definitely consistent. And look at where he's finished. It looks like twenty seventeen he finished third. Twenty eighteen finished second. Last year finished ninth, but. Overall, I mean, I like when Joe usually has pretty good drafts. Yeah, that's true. I know I in uh, in one of our other leagues, I played him in the championship. 
this past season. And you were victorious, correct? You won at every single league last year, was that, not, was uh, that correct? That is a fact, yes. I did. Uh, that was your year, Mike. I did make some credits. I believe it. <laughs> Had to buy diapers, Andy. Had to buy diapers. Hey. <laughs> I'm sure Logan's happy about that. Uh, probably. Uh, Keeps him happy. Mark's all-time record. Once again, we have another 500 team, 25 and 25. Wow. So Mark obviously coming off a second-place finish with a 9 and 4 season. He really bounced back from his previous year where he was 3 and 10. So good job on Mark with that uh, that good rebound. I think Mike, he made a recommitment last year. In 2018, he kind of went away from his his Drew Brees, mm-hmm. his, uh, Febreze, fresh and clean, and he, he recommitted to his, his team last year with Drew Brees and Michael Thomas, and it took him to the championship, and he was he faced you and fell, but great year last year out of Mark. Sometimes you got to go back to your roots, Andy. Michael Thomas and Drew Brees, they're a tried-and-true combination, and, uh, it, and it works. Absolutely, it's proven. Stick with what works, and he may have that opportunity this year. We'll see. We will find out. That's right. Matt, all-time record, 32-29, and 29, coming off a win in 2017, a solid season in 2019, 8-5, although he did end up finishing fifth. Um, so Matt, Matt's always been a, real, a pretty good drafter, um, no matter where he's selected. He's kind of got finishes all over the board. Um, but that, that 2018 season that he had, remember he started off like 0-8 and, and then whipped off five wins in a row. Yeah, yeah, he was looking rough there. Um, and he finished, he ultimately ended up finishing in last. But it's funny looking back at his roster in 2018, Mike, because there was a lot of similarities to your championship roster in yes, 2019. absolutely. So he just, you know, he, he owned those guys just at the wrong time, you know. As they matured and developed into stars, obviously last year there was a huge payoff. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt about that. And I'm just pulling up that team right now. Um, uh, that was, what, 2018? I think there was Lamar, Carrion, CMC. I think it was at least those yeah. three. Lamar, Carrion, he had Odell. Yeah, so. Um, but... Uh, and if I uh, if I lose power here, we're uh, about to get a big storm here. So if I lose power, I apologize. Um, my no my team coming off of the uh, the latest championship season here. Um, my all time record second overall thirty five and twenty six. Um, I'll take it. Always very solid, Mike. You're the only team in the SFL with two rings. Um, how, how have you been enjoying your, your championship offseason? Andy, I have the trophy in the background of my office and is on all my Zoom calls. There we go. I like it. Uncle Tom's very team. Proud. Thank you very much. Uncle Tom's team, 33 and 29, so they are uh, third best all-time tied with Uncle Joe's team. So Uncle Tom. And Uncle Tom's team. He look at his his 2018 team was really solid. It kind of looked like he was on track to to compete for a championship. 
and I, I can't remember what happened that led to his demise there. Did he have a big injury or something that year? I don't remember. He was 10-3. and three. Yeah. I don't remember. But he had a sixth place finish. I'll have to go back and recheck that. Um, and I think that the all-time record, I think, is 10-3, and three, I believe. Ten wins. Eric. And Uncle Tom. You and Eric, I know, have that Uncle Tom. And your dad has the ten and three season also. And ten, yes. Yeah, and he, your dad also, Uncle Bill has the most points scored for the fourteen thirty four of all time. So, pretty darn good. For sure. Well, let's let's talk about um, you know some all time famous draft busts, Sandy. Uh, you want to go over those? <laughs> yes, Mike. I, I, unfortunately, I'm on this list. <laughs> Probably more than anybody. <laughs> Funny looking back at it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in 2019, Matt's draft of David Johnson uh, was definitely considered a bust. Evans' 2018 debacle of Le'Veon Bell. Andy, you unfortunately with David Johnson again. David Johnson's on this list a number of times. 2017. Is- <sighs> Yikes. Uh, 2017, Eric drafted Jay Ajayi. That was a big bust. And Andy Gay, guess what? In 2017, you also drafted uh, David Johnson. David Johnson, yeah. And he was a back bust. Back to years. Uh, 2006, it was supposed to be the season of dreams comeback season, Mike, in 2018, and it just was uh, not the case. Not meant to be, unfortunately. 2016, Andy, you drafted Todd Gurley before he uh, started blowing up in fantasy football, and he had a bad season. Uncle Bill drafted Odell Beckham, who did not uh, finish it like the wide receiver 30, didn't have a very good season that year. Evan drafted Des Bryant, who only had 700 yards receiving in 2016. And Mark drafted Adrian Peterson, who only had 72 rushing yards in 2016. Mm. So 2016 was a bad, historically bad first round. Yes, it was. In 2015, we had two quarterbacks taken in the first round. Uh, you took Andrew Luck first overall, and Evan took Aaron Rodgers third overall. The infamous Andrew Luck pick. Yeah. So, Andy, I know you're looking to uh, re- reverse your fortunes and, and select a, uh, a high-level first-round candidate this year. I am. I worked out last year. I finally hit on my, one of my first-round picks when I took Nick Chubb. Um, he stayed healthy all year, and he contributed, so that was huge for me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, just quick before we get into the draft order here, I just wanted to remind everybody that regardless of the draft position you have, you have a chance to win, and history shows it. So um, I have won picking from the third position and the fourth position. Matt picked last in 2017, Uncle Joe had the number one pick. Eric also had the number one pick. So, really, it, it could be anywhere. You know, you just have to have a good draft. And obviously, Andy, a ton of luck and health goes that's into the, it. That's the main thing. That's the main thing. I mean, Eric I, Eric got Mahomes that year probably in like the eighth or ninth round. Yeah. You know, so it, it just, it, you have to draft well, obviously, but there's a ton that goes into it. I mean, look at, I mean, Look who, 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 I, who I have had on these draft bus lists. I mean, Todd Gurley for a long time was the number one running back in fantasy. The one year I take it, he sucked. 
David Johnson was on this list twice. The year before I had him, he was phenomenal. So you just never know what's going to happen. Never know. Well, Andy, let's uh, get into the draft order here. As that the rain is pouring down, and I'm sure it will be some very lovely feedback on my microphone here. So, uh, with the 12th pick in the 2020 SFL draft, that belongs to Joe Marco. Crazy how he got the 12th pick two years in a row. Back to back years. But he, he did pretty well last year. I mean, his team overall was pretty solid. Most definitely. Pick 12, so we'll see what he can do again this year. All right, Andy, give me the 11th pick. All right. The 11th pick in the 2020 SFL draft belongs to Alex, who is our newest member. Everybody welcome Alex into the draft, into the league. He's going to be replacing Joe Pantuzo this year. So, yep. Alex, welcome, and good luck with the 11th pick. Absolutely. With the 10th pick, we have Joey. All right, Joey, let's see what he can make of that. The ninth pick in the draft is going to belong to Matt. Okay. The eighth pick goes to Uncle Tom and Matt and Tom, Matt and Uncle Tom picking back-to-back, just how they like it. I think, I want to say, were they close last year? Were they back-to-back? Or, I feel like they have in the past. Something like that. Um but I guarantee there will be a lot of discussions in that draft war room at Uncle Tom's house. Yeah. Um, I know the infamous story last year where Matt told me he looked Uncle Tom in the eyes and he said, take Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> and everybody knows Uncle Tom did not take Christian McCaffrey. It's like Alvin Kamara, which he just had a bad day. You know, obviously, McCaffrey had a historical year, so yeah, he can't predict that. No doubt about it. Well, with the seventh pick, Uncle Bill. Uh, Always in the middle. He was sixth last year, so that's that great spot. I I love the five to eight spot in the draft. You get just good value there. The sixth pick in the draft belongs to Joey. Right, that smack dab. Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. Oh, that's Uncle Joe. Okay. Yes, right smack dab in the middle. The fifth pick goes to Evan. All right, Evan. So that will be an interesting area there, number five, number six. Um, that's kind of Dalvin Cook area there. Rumors are he may be holding out, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, there's a lot of guys that you can pull up and, and draft, um, you know, if a guy's holding out, if you're not comfortable with it. so. Yeah, absolutely. There's plenty of good players. So I do, I do have a correction. I do have a correction, Andy. Uh, Joey does indeed have the sixth pick, and Uncle Joe has the tenth pick. So uh, we uh, we okay. inverse those on the order. Had to go back and, and check the video. So that is my mistake. Okay, so Uncle Joe number ten, Joey number six. Yes. Okay. The fourth pick belongs to. You want to give it to us? Eric. Eric is Ooh. no longer picking number one. The curse of number one does not here. belong to Eric anymore. And I think Eric's happy about that. I so think we'll Eric will be very happy about that. Absolutely. 
All right, with the third pick in the SFL draft, Andy, it's all you, my man. You got the third pick for, I don't know, like the sixth year in a row? Yes. Fourth is the lowest I've ever picked. It's insane. The draft gods love me. Um, I I like that spot. We'll see what I can do with it. All right, Mike, so there's only two people left here, and it is the two people who played in the championship game last year. Crazy. You and Mark, the number two pick in the 2020 SFL draft belongs to... Mark Liebenguth. Mike, wow. that gives you the number one pick <sighs> and the opportunity to get your boy Christian McCaffrey again. That does give me that opportunity. Maybe I won't have to change my team name until uh, until it doesn't work out for me. I think Eric will understand the curse of having the number one pick. And uh, I mean, don't forget, folks, Eric had the number one pick last year and finished with one win. So... Uh, it's uh, it's an interesting spot. Now, Mike, we were talking about this earlier because when we first found out the order, because we originally thought it was Matt had the first overall pick and went last, that Eric had the first overall pick and went last. But it is interesting that the previous two champions um, went from first to worst. Yes. So does that concern you at all? Um. I'd give it about a 10% concern at this point. <laughs> at the end of the day, you're still the champ. Well, I, I, technically, I guess. But, I, you know, it does. it is difficult drafting that early because essentially you don't draft until, you know, I got 22 picks before, or what, 22, before you pick again. 21 picks before I get yep. to pick again. So, um, Absolutely. you know, that, that makes it gets a, makes a difference. I, I'd... Ideally, like to be somewhere in the middle, like where Joey's sitting at six. So, um, I think you can kind of just let the draft come to you at that point. But um, for sure, you know, I, I wish everybody the best of luck. If you want to see the draft video of how the names were selected, I just entered everybody's name in and I hit random order generate, and it spit us out an order. And I about uh, was so stunned when I saw number one pick uh from me and two from mark and joe marco 12 again i was like should i read i was like should i redo this order and you're like no 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 it's the order it's the order so that's the order it's the order it's the way it was meant to be um it's it's it is what it is so um it's done it's been determined by the draft gods we wish everyone the best of luck in the 2020 season hope everybody has a great summer and it would be great to actually see everybody in person soon i hope so right I hope so. And then we will be doing um, probably the draft preview show, probably coming up in about a month or so. Maybe in like August. So, as it gets closer to the draft. Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, Andy, good to talk to you, and uh, wish everybody a uh, good rest of your week. Good as always. And good luck, everybody, with your preparation, and stay safe and stay healthy. All right. See you guys. See you.